coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile okay. Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me is... I can't hear you again. Are you serious? Yeah, I can't hear you. I can hear the music, but I can't hear you. What the fuck? Oh, now there you go. Unless your input is really low, I can I can't hear I couldn't hear it over the music. Oh. Well. Well, I I can hear you now. So you can hear me now. Let's go. Okay. What a way to start a show. We're with Ken Clarich. Hi there. <laughs> and uh, we're here with Nick Miller. <laughs> and Ash and Ale in Palm Coast, Florida. And guys, I I just we've had a hell of a time with the equipment. In the last, what? 30 minutes? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, 30 minutes? This has just been one of those things where we've kind of bumbled our way through this, and uh, it shouldn't have been as difficult as it was, and I don't know why it is, but... I'm going to say it has something know, to do with the drinking that we did last night before we going home and doing whatever we did at See, home. I was going to blame technology, but if you want to blame that, then I guess I, we could blame I think it's that. more accurate. It, the technology was right there. I mean, it's just 12 buttons. It is not a lot of buttons. That's true. You're right. It's not like there's a lot of buttons that could be causing the issue, but whatever. Anyway, so we're here in Home Coast, Florida at Ash and Ale. In, uh, so what do you, what, this is the village, the European, European village. European yeah, village. it's a focal point of the town. Um, we do a lot of special events. We do like coming up, we have the 46 days of Halloween coming in. Oh, wow. Starting tonight, we have. We have, what do we have? We have the pumpkin patch tonight. On the 26th, we have a uh, marketplace. Actually, I'm sorry, I skipped one. Tonight, we have the pumpkin patch. Sunday, we have a farmer's market that'll go on all day, which we do um, bottomless mimosas and sangrias. On Thursday next week, we have a market from 12 to 9 p.m. And then on Friday, we have our Halloween party, which is probably the third biggest event we do okay. behind New Year's and St. Patty's Day. Oh, wow. So we'll probably have 2,500 to, 2, to 3,000 people walking around oh here in gosh. Halloween contests, uh, costume contests, and just having a blast and just selling a lot of product. So it's a great day for us. And then um, we go into like three other events before the end of the year, and then we do another party on Halloween. Wow. So it, it gets to be a it, it, gets, it gets to be a very hectic time this this gets to be a little, week and a half yeah a little crazy, um, lift your mic just a smith that there you go Is that L- better there you go a little oh. closer to the mouth so. there you go um well let's get a cigar going here and then we can continue to talk about you know the lounge and and Perfect. what all you offer so what what have you got for us today we're gonna try something that I don't think you've actually got to try we're gonna do a Villager Santa Oro Claro. Well, there we go. I, it's a Villiger, and it's one I haven't Villager. tried yet. So this so works out well. Very hard to find. Very you know? hard to find. And uh, really, so what? What do you know about this cigar? Like, I don't know very don't much. Know. No, I <laughs> okay. forgot to ask when. You know what? It's That's, a. I know it's a Connecticut. It I know it's a, a little more full-bodied than the La Creme. The La Creme. It's going to have a little bit more body. It's going to have a little more strength. Okay. And just a very pleasant first smoke of the day for me. Same here. I haven't had anything so, yet to smoke today either. So 
why don't we go ahead and prep to cut the cigar. And if you could hand me the cutter there, that would be great. The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And guys, Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. I know for a fact, I know for a fact, because uh, I got an email that uh, he will be getting in the Dark Sumatra from Aladino here Probably, I mean, he probably has it in by the time this episode drops. Uh-oh. Um, I haven't got my email yet. Uh-oh. You just made me feel really unimportant. Uh-oh. Well. Trey, what's going on? <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> the other man Ponder, he's getting his email, and uh, he's getting his Dark Sumatra, so, or at least he got billed for it. I guess I know that much. So, um, But, uh, you know, it, it comes right on the heels of the billing, so. Uh, you're going to want to get that Dark Sumatra. I mean, now you've had a sample of the Dark I Sumatra. I have an excellent smoke. I was really, really impressed. I'm a Sumatra p- fan as well, though. So when it came out and had that that fullness to it and the, the, the smoothness, yeah. what a great smoke. It's such a great cigar, and it's different from the other products yes. in their, their catalog already. And, uh, you know, you're going to be getting it. I am. I know Dan's getting it. So, guys, if you want to try it, um, you know, this is an ad for Dan, so I'm going to tell people to go to Dan. Go to Dan. Go he's, to Dan. He's the man. So, and, and if you're not in Palm Coast or St. Louis, then Dan does mail order, so you can give him a call and you can get cigars shipped to you right away over there at Riverman Cigar Company. So that's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and cut the cigar. Cut the cigar. I have a different cutter. I have. A, I'm, I'm borrowing a cutter from Ken. He is. He didn't bring one. Well, I, well, I didn't want to bring my um, good one on the plane in case it got my taken. SV in yeah. case the TSA decided that's a really nice looking cutter. I want that, so I yeah. uh, chose not to do that. And so, yes, I am borrowing a cutter from you, which we will talk more about in uh, Friday's show. Sounds um, good. Yes, we'll I talk. went with a punch. Sorry, that's okay. You can do whatever you want to do. It's your cigar. Mm-hmm. So, cold draw time on the, uh, this is the Sandoro Claro? Yes, it is. Okay. Right. I got a lot of, again, the same thing that I got in the last one. I got the ra- crayon, ra- maybe craisin, raisin, a very dry fruit. Dried fruit and almost like a little like, like cereal-ish yeah. kind yeah. of breadiness to where it tastes almost like. Like, yeah, like a breakfast cereal. It, it tastes like total with strawberries or something. Bingo. T- some, t- like, yep. yeah, some sort of breakfast cereal with dried fruit. Yep. Very Super tasty. interesting. I like that. I can do this kind of retrohale. Oh, okay. Well, just putting smoke through the nose is just yeah, a little more challenging for me. I mean, you'll get it one day. One day when I grow up. I mean, I'm still working <laughs> on it, but that's okay. All right, I'm looking forward to trying this thing, so we're going to light this up. Are we lighting it now? We're lighting it now, and we're using the official Ash and Ale lighters, which, guys, if you're in the area, they come in what? Five uh, five colors? Four colors? Four colors. Four colors, black, green, red, and blue. And they not only have three jets, which for a lighter like this, it's impressive because you look at this, and it's normally one of those ones... It looks similar to the to the garbage ones that you get from like a lot of companies where they throw a logo on The promo on ones, yep. Yeah, the promo ones. It's yep. a one jet little plastic thing. This thing's got some heft to it. It's not. It's not. It's got a great know, reservoir. It, I can light a probably four days worth of cigars. So probably it's ten got cigars. Three jets, and it even has, as he pointed out, it has even a punch on the bottom. A punch on the bottom there. So it's a good looking lighter. 
Ooh, and it's got a big flame. I like that. Probably some sort of an adjustment thing. There I... is, brightened by the punch on the bottom. Okay, well, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I was like, whoa, take my eyebrows off. Um. All righty. Starts up very nice. Yeah, one little spot there. It'll fix itself. Um, yeah, it does start off really nice. See the difference right. between this and the cream? Yeah, this one's yeah. got a little bit more to it right yeah, off the bat. The cream, the 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 creme, it's 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 a very smooth, very easy, mild cigar. Great this one, cigar. This one is also creamy so far, but uh, man, it 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 does have a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of spice. Yeah, definitely. Know? Right Definitely. off the bat with it. So, interesting. Great breakfast oh, cigar. Definitely mm. some spice on the retrohale there. <laughs> like, that's got... This... Okay. So, this is one that I would say... Not so good at it still. <laughs> no, that's okay. You tried, and that's what matters. That's what matters. That's right, I tried. Um... I would having not had this before. This is this is interesting to me because I've had the creme, and then there's the 1888 Nicaragua, and then, the, and then obviously the Black Forest, Forest and all the others. But I would say this is a nice step in between the creme and the 1888 yes. Nicaragua. Yeah, the 1888 you know? is a pretty full, pretty good yeah. medium plus to almost full cigar. This one sits at the mild to getting mild into to medium. medium. Yeah. And I just think it's a great cigar. Almost, it's a little more peppery than the Exclusivo, mm -hmm. the twenty twenty two Exclusivo. Yeah, um, but smokes very similar. It's not as full bodied, but has almost flavor notes of the same. Yeah, but I, it's I I very much enjoy this cigar, and this one has done very well for us. So. Good, good. So let's talk about the 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 lounge here because yes. um, you know it's uh, it's just such a nice. Super chill environment. You've got the super nice patio out front with Oops. plenty of seating for everybody to uh, to hang out. And and I mean, you we've can't, used it well this week. We have. I mean, you can't beat the view because that gives you the view of the whole courtyard area um, of your complex. But and and the people watching is awesome. You know, there's, and and what I've also noticed is that as people walk by, even if they're not cigar smokers or something like that. And, and there's a group of people hanging out on the, the patio. Right. They'll still stop and talk and interact and everything like that. And, and it's not this like, oh, cigar. You know, yeah, it's exactly. like there's no like, I stigma. don't know. The, the yeah. stigma is, is taken away in the environment we're in. For sure. But also the people that we were, have been sitting with and been hanging out with, mm -hmm. my members and some of the other folks that have walked in, we're all very social. So we try to make everyone comfortable. So when they do walk around, and they see us, they don't shun us. We want them to say, oh, they're approachable people. We're still, we're, we're not mutants. Yeah. We're, just because we smoke a cigar, we, <laughs> we're people we're too. We're people too. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, it works. I mean, it's great. And, uh, you know, I, the amount of pets and dogs and everything. You got to meet Petey on. too, the best dog in the world. Yeah. Sitting right out front. Everyone goes up and sees, I've got a statue of a black lab. <laughs> That's the, probably the most photographed item in the village. Kids, parents, everyone want pictures with Petey. He's been around longer than I have at the, <laughs> in the village. 
So it, it, he's been he's a staple here. Everyone loves him. Interesting. And so then uh, so then you walk in and you just have a gorgeous little shop. Um, you know the uh, the bar with the wine and the beer case with the wonderful selection of beers. Um, but then you know you walk the humidors, and you have two walls um, kind of behind us here. And uh, for those of you who aren't watching on the YouTube, I'm I'm putting in some some additional footage uh, so you can get kind of a visual tour of the place. But um, you know you have uh, the the cabinets, it's, and then there's the walk-in. Then I have the walk-in. Yep, and I have them separated out, and most of the things are paired by how I want to sell my store. Okay. Um, I've, I've got certain lines that I'm very particular about, and it also it's, it's twofold. I, I have lines that I'm particular about, but I also want to keep the more valuable items yeah. easier to see. So Because when you go into the walk-in, my line of sight is much less. For sure. So theft items and things like that I've got to be careful on yeah just like any other store we do have people who come in that are unscrupulous there's that word that was I was going to use a little <laughs> different word but that's a great one okay um but trying to maintain the integrity of the store the quality of the product and the profitability that which we have to do as a small business owner yeah uh, these are very easy items to steal and we are trying to protect the amount of theft that happens and Trying to protect so I can have my product to sell for my customers. For sure, for sure. And then, um, uh, in turn, so aside from the the value, I mean, like, what else goes into uh, what cigars go in the cases and the in the humidor? Is other it, than is it really the value, and it's more the 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 value. And for me, when I have what I know, what my members like, yeah, I try to keep the members' items out, out towards here. the front because it's right above their lockers. Oh, okay, that so makes it, sense. they don't have to go walk into the walk-in if they don't want That's to. That's true. The lockers are all along this wall. Right behind of, Nick, uh, there's 48 lockers that I have for my members, and I've got over half of them filled. So it's trying to make it easier for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the ability to grab what they want. They say, "Hey, Ken, here's what we got," and we put it on their system. They put it in their box, and it makes it for easy for both of us. Okay, okay. And uh, then in terms of the bar, we I mentioned that you have the bar. You have uh, all the wines. We do. Um, how do. How do you, uh, like, what goes into the cultivating of the wines in the bar? Well, I've got two, two or three members that are very good at wines. And truthfully, the wines that come in, my reds, Cabs especially have to go through them. If they don't approve them, yeah. I won't bring them in because they're the ones who are going to be buying them. Ah, Well, that so, makes sense. So it makes it easier for them if they like the product and me to keep it in. It's just like my ports. I have gone through three different vendors to get the ports they like. Okay. Um, it's important to them that they have what they like here because they, they still feel, even though they own a 18 by 18 locker, mm-hmm. they feel like they have ownership in the building because of the way we treat people. Yeah. So it feel, makes them feel, in, not entitled isn't the right word, but appreciated so that they get the things that they like as well. Yeah. And that's well, my... Well, it only makes sense to like, if they're the ones that are going to be drinking it and buying it, get a little input from them. Definitely. And that's know. why my beer selection keeps changing because the, during the times of year, guys are like, can you bring this in for us? Yeah. Sure. Let me get rid of this one and I'll bring in the ones you want for this season. For sure. So I enjoy doing that as well. So... 
I am not one of those people who I've been in the industry too long. I've tried to make everyone happy. So this is a great way of doing it. Yeah. So, and there's not too many people to make happy. So it makes it a little easier. Well, and the selection of beer, that's uh, that's really impressive as well. I mean, I know uh, you've got some local stuff. You've got some national stuff. You know, you've got some foreign and domestic. And I mean, you're all over the place with the beer there. I am. There's certain beers that I like. I'm not much of a beer drinker, but when I do drink beer, I like specific beer. So I have two or three of the specific beers that I like. I've that Chimay that you had me try the other <laughs> night, that was really good. That's one of that to me is the my favorite beer of everything I have. Okay. So you just picked my pinnacle. So okay. and I have yet to find a cigar that d- does not pair well with. Well, with I mean, the hints of the chocolate in it, the coffee, the just the fullness and how smooth it is. Yeah. It just makes everything it rounds off everything. It was a great beer. Yeah. It's a great, great beer. There's other beers in there that I have that I don't won't drink. I don't do IPAs, but I have a lot I of IPA either. drinkers. Yeah. So I have a good selection of IPAs. I've got seltzers, the like neutral, white claws. I've got the manifest uh, seltzers, which are rum, vodka, and gin. And then I've got some fruity beers because we have a lot of tourists that come in and want fruit flavored beers when they go to the beach. So I've got a great key lime. I've got a cheese, a strawberry cheesecake in your face sour. That's really <laughs> unique. Um, so I try to keep a little variety, and so the amount of tourists that I have, I can keep all of them happy. Happy, yeah. Well, and that, I mean, that's the other thing. So this is my first time to Palm Coast as a town. I mean, it's it's a very nice little town. It's very, you know, um, I, I mean, I stayed on this side of the highway. The other side of the highway, it seems like, uh, that's where a lot of the chains and the di- various, like, you know, those kind of restaurants and things like that are. This side, it seems a little bit more uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? There's more natural foliage. Yes. It's a little more spread out slightly. It's a little bit more, you know, just quaint. quaint. Yes. Good and, word. And then uh, you're not far from the Atlantic Ocean. Now, from where the store sits, we're less than a half a mile. But for driving, it literally takes four minutes to cross the bridge yeah and to get onto the ocean yeah so and, and once you're there i mean you can drive the a1a there's north or the- south north is st augustine south is daytona ormond beach and flagler so you've got some great areas here this week you got to see a little bit of a biketoberfest in yes. daytona and ormond <laughs> yeah and is- um to see we have I think they just said this week they've already had over 100, almost 100,000 people come into town just for that event. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah, there's been a ton of bikes all yes, over the place. all That's over. That's for sure. Um, so anyway, so Tuesday I rolled into town and, uh, you know, I got checked into the hotel and came by here yeah. and saw you. Hung and, out for a little uh, while, relaxed. Little while. Yeah. And then you got to go and have fun on the town that evening. I would say I went out and had dinner. In Flagler. Uh, in Flagler. And, uh. Had some uh, some nice fish and chips there, uh, sitting outside with the with the ocean view. Actually, it was at Ocean View. That I had Oceanside, had, yeah. Or Oceanside that I had dinner. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, that, but that was just a ridiculously early day for me, um, having <laughs> flown out of St. Louis at like 5.30 in the morning. So I crashed pretty early that night. Did wake up at like 10.45. <laughs> <and> PM, guys. <laughs> PM. PM. But that's the problem is I, I, I had the blackout curtains on the room shut and everything. I checked my phone. and I'm like, 1045, man, I overslept. And then it dawned on me like, wait a minute. 
it's at 10.45 a.m. or p.m., and it ended up being p.m., so I'd only slept, like, maybe, like, I don't know, an hour and a half or so. <laughs> um, so then I had to struggle to get back to sleep. But anyway, uh, but then Wednesday. Wednesday, I came over here. You did? Uh, after, well, now, wait. Before I get into coming over okay. here, uh, Wednesday, um, my lady friend and I, we went up to St. Augustine. You, and we toured all around St. Augustine. You kind of did a drinking tour of St. Augustine, didn't it? Uh, a food it was, tour, drinking tour? I, I'm going to say food tour. Okay. I'm going to say food tour. There were drinks, but there was, you know, it was food. It was I a mean, sampling. It was a, it was a full sampling. The taste of, of St. Augustine. St. Augustine. And it was great. You guys, on Tuesday, you kept saying, go up to St. Augustine. It's really nice. It's like half an hour up north of here. Yep. You know, you cross, yeah, we took the A1A because she wanted the, the, uh, Bridge. The, um, the view. Right. And exactly. We went across the Lions Bridge there, and we parked at the little visitor center parking garage and walked down St. George Street. And so we had uh, lunch at uh, Columbia. Yeah. Columbia uh, House, kind of like the one in Tampa, which yeah, is the original an, one. Another branch of yeah. that and everything. So we, so we had lunch there. I had a nice Cuban sandwich and uh, these little... Um, they're, they're, it's on their menu and I don't remember crab. They're, they're almost like crab hush puppies. puppies yes. Cause they're like a crab cake, but then they f- deep fry them. And so they're like little, welcome to little the South. Bones. And it's just, am- they were amazing. <laughs> they were so good. So, um, you know, we split some of that and, um, then from there we went over to a place called, uh, Harry's Harry's. Yeah. It's Cajun. New Orleans. She yeah. had a uh, shrimp. She had soup at Columbia, and then she had um, a shrimp and crab uh, roumelade salad at uh, Harry's. Harry's. I had the Cuban sandwich, so I was good for food. Um, but they had key lime pie, and so I was like, I'm going to do the key lime pie. And it was delightful. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's one of the better ones around. It was really good. And uh, so then from there, we walked down to an Irish pub, Meehan's. Meehan's. And had a couple of Irish coffees and just kind of watched the world go by there for a little while. They've got very good appetizers. And uh, then from there, we went back to the car and came here. So when you were walking around, you got to see the fort, too, in St. Augustine on the other side of the road. Saw the fort, saw the park area, (laughs) which um, there's so much history in St. Augustine. Unbelievable. Like, it's like the oldest city in the country. It's the oldest city in America that's still standing. Yeah. Yes. And they, then they just found in an archaeological dig just on the other side of town where you are not. Yeah. They just found an unknown ship in while they were doing a construction site. Mm. So that should be interesting to read more about. We just heard about that Saturday or Sunday. Oh, wow. So that's interesting. And then... Well, that park, they were saying that's the oldest um, existing public gathering space in the united states because i guess um the uh the they that's what they would do with these spanish colonies is they would create like a little park Park. area and with that with saint augustine being the age that it is and everything else it's the oldest existing you know public gathering space in the united states and it was a nice little park you know Um, walk by well, right on St. George Street. You walk by one of the oldest schoolhouses in America. Really? Yeah, it's a little wooden shack that was on the right side as you were going towards uh, Columbia House. I I probably saw it, but didn't. Yeah. No, you know what? I do remember seeing that. I do remember yep. seeing that. It's, now that you say that, yeah, there was some signage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Um, but I still can't believe you didn't go to. There's three distilleries on in, right off of St. George Street that give free samples away of moonshine and <sighs> vodka. You missed out on one of the highlights of the tour. The guy at the visitor center did not point <laughs> those out to us. He okay. circled these other places, uh, so we hit them. We did not know about those places. So next time, I'll have to get a there's a, a reason a to come back. Cleaner now. itinerary from you. <laughs> um, because the distillery, the only distillery that they mentioned was way north uh, west, maybe, of where we were at, based off the map. I don't know. The St. Augustine Distillery is, yeah. is north up by the winery area, yes. Okay, yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, St. Augustine was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. We loved it. And so then came back uh, to Ashenale because we had an appointment. We had an appointment. We had an appointment. And that was with Renee Castaneda of Villiger. As here you go, Renee. This is a great smoke. And yes, exactly. The the Sandor. I'm digging the Sandoro Claro. Actually, uh, look at this that is, burn on it. It's really great. And okay. uh, the uh, we well, yeah, yours is even it's better. Just stacking. Um, and yeah, I ashed once because I always ash early, at least once early, because I don't know how the ash on a cigar is going to act. You know, I, I don't know um, if it's going to be solid or flaky and right. soft and everything, and I don't want to nuke myself. So I always uh, I give it a little bit, and then I then I ash it just so that I can get an idea, like how, how, firm, it how is. firm it is. And when I ashed, I noticed that it was like, okay, this is a nice, good, firm ash. And so everyone likes a good firm ash. They really do. It's amazing how well people enjoy that. It's true. (laughs) It's one of the God-given blessings of America. And so now (laughs) I don't feel as paranoid about having to. And obviously you uh, you knew better, but uh, I always I'm a thrill seeker. I got to see how far I can get the first part uh, of the ash. Dude, I've nuked a couple of shirts, and there was at least one that uh, there was a little hunk of wrapper that was still stuck to that ash. So when it so when the ash <laughs> nuked myself, it burned a nice hole in that shirt. And I yeah, was I've like, got well, several shirts that have holes in them for ash. That sucks. So yes. Um, anyway, but yeah. So no, Renee Castaneda was here, and we we sat out on the patio out front, and it was for just super two, chill. Two and a half hours, I think we sat there. Yeah, I mean, and had a fantastic time. He was just talking about all kinds of stuff. With Villiger and... With everything. And just, just yeah, information. I mean, we were asking questions on products that, and things that we didn't know within the industry. Not only his products, mm-hmm. but his knowledge is so vast that he was able to give us vast of information that we were just like, wow. And I'll say this. There were multiple people that rolled through your place in the well, last 48 hours. A lot of people came in to see you guys. And um, to a T... The, well, there were three people that three. Well, plus reps, so at yeah. least at least three out of the I think two primaries and two other reps that came in. Three of the four, I don't know if one of them knew who he was, but the other three did, and all of them said just how wonderful mm-hmm. and nice of a guy Renee is. They were yeah, all what a gentleman, very, very, what a the, gentleman. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just just very complimentary and just just glowing yeah. things to say about it always dressed to a t very very formal almost formal but casual formal if that makes sense yeah he he presents extremely well but he also cuts up with us mm-hmm. it's not like we had to keep it fully serious mm-hmm. it was so th- it made it much more enjoyable and not as hard to just behave because sure. you didn't have to really be 
it was still a human, and he, he, he played it off that way, and it was excellent. It was super chill. And I want to thank him. I know I do in the interview that we're about to play, but uh, I want to thank him beforehand once again for taking time out of his schedule to come over here and hang out because what had happened is I had, I had booked this trip to come and see you. You did. And I knew that Renee is based out of Miami, and so I said, you know, hey, man, I'm going to be in Florida and blah, 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 and he asked what dates, and we figured it out. I didn't realize at the time it was a four-hour and 15-minute drive for him um, one way. Yeah. but Because uh, on the map, Florida's only this big. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. So I didn't, I didn't think about it. And I, you know, but he made the drive. Uh, he was able to meet up with some family that he has in Orlando. Orlando. Which that worked out really well. Yep. And then from there, uh, he drove back because he had an event on Thursday evening that just popped up on a, on Wednesday morning and it was super close to his office yes so it's like oh my gosh you know you're coming all the way this way just to then go all the way back for an event so, but it worked out really really well I, I'm really curious to hear that how that goes because I, I he asked me to reach out to him so yeah. I'm gonna actually text him and find out how that because he did the event last night Thursday night I think that's... I'm yeah, it was Thursday night. Yeah, last night. I know, night, we're getting days mixed up. Um, with Diplomatico rum, so it was a pairing. Mm. So it's a very good pairing. My members love that rum, so I've been very fortunate to be able to drink all levels of that rum here yeah. in Florida, so it's been very, very nice. Well, I uh, was fortunate to see a little bit of time with Renee to sit down ask a few questions and just kind of talk to him and get a general uh, update as to what's going on with Villager Cigars. So why don't we go ahead and pitch it over to that now? Sounds good. Have a good time, guys. Listen to this. You'll learn something. There you go. So we're joined today by Renee Castaneda of Villager Cigars. How you doing, Renee? Very good, man. Good to see you. Good, good to, to see you. see you live here over here in uh, Florida. I know. So I come all the way to Palm Coast. I message Renee, and it's one of those things that in just in my ignorance, I didn't really realize just how far you were from where I was coming. <laughs> and I should have because people say all the time, like, oh, you live in Illinois. You are you know, you must be near Chicago. No, I'm five mi- or five <laughs> hours from Chicago. In your case, you're four hours. Four from hours and 15 minutes to be exact oh from my Miami gosh. okay now it was it was a nice uh, drive I was actually listening to a book there you uh, go. on my way and smoking a cigar of course what do we do you know cigar oh. smokers we smoke cigars in the car you know it doesn't it, it always blows my mind when cigar smokers will say oh I don't smoke in my car and I'm like why not I get so many cigars smoked in the it's car it's one of the best places to smoke cigars it is the car it is no interruptions don't take phone calls and enjoy the cigar now the one thing i will say if it's a if if it's a cigar i really want to focus on and really like take in i won't smoke it in the car because obviously you're distract you know doing other things i agree but it's not a place for for a new cigar that you're trying precisely but if it's one you know you know that you enjoy like Perfect place to do it for sure. For ah, sure. Listen, it's it's one of my favorite places to smoke a cigar. So I'm when I'm have this long drive. Okay, let me try to pick the, the right cigar or the right podcast or the right book that I'm listening to because this is going to be a fun ride. So do you get uh, people getting in your car and they're like, it "Smells like cigars." And I would hope not, given your profession. They probably understand <laughs> why it would, but but you know you get uh, that uh, all the time. But I really don't care. Like exactly, <laughs> it's kind of like you're in my car. It's gonna smell like whatever, you know. Like I won't smoke with you in the car, but 
I do smoke in the car, so whatever. I do, and does, and I try to keep it clean and nice, and for you sure. know, for to to not to make it worse than it should be. But it smells like cigars. There you <laughs> go. So, Renee, I again, thank you so much for coming up. I, it's nice to to touch base and catch up in person. Uh, I I think is. Much as I hate to admit it, I think the last time you and I saw each other in person was TPE 2021, yes. when you were promoting the La Libertad. Yes, we were launching at that moment yeah. La Libertad 21. Uh, that w- man, that was a it was cool. a while ago. It was a goal. Wow. Yeah, you're and right. Yeah, because I didn't see you at the trade shows uh, this uh, well, year. Yeah, 22. Yeah, I did. I, oh, last see, year, I haven't yeah. been to PCA, and then 22 at TPE, or was it this year? Maybe no. it was 22 that you and I saw each other then. No, it was Not 21. 21. I don't remember. I, I don't think remember. I, I think it was 21. Okay. All I know is this year you didn't go to TPE because you were launching or gutting the ribbon at the uh, factory in yes, Nicaragua. Yes. And we were on January for that one and for the Puro Sabor Festival. Yeah. So we used the, 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 the week of the Puro Sabor Festival to do the grand opening at the factory. Even though that the factory was open since October 21, that was the official grant uh, opening yeah, but uh, you of had the factory. COVID issues and whatever oh. else down there yes. that you had to like, you know, yes. kind of push off the the grand opening for and everything. But right? Yeah, it has been fun. It has been fun to see your crew, your people, your followers smoking our cigars. So we're very, very pleased. And My that was the main reason when you told me that you were going to be in Florida. I said, it's just four hours. Let me get on the car. Let me go and have a cigar with I, Nick. I, <laughs> it's just four <laughs> hours. I feel, no, that's really nice. Um, you know, and, and uh, I really do want to thank you uh, for all of the people that came out to Pulpit Fest and, and you know, whatever else. Uh, it's it's the, your, your generosity of providing... Uh, uh, goodies for the goodie bag uh, definitely was was very welcome, and I will say there were uh, you, you definitely had a lot of people there that you know they they said I, I've heard of the Villagers on your show, but I've never tried one, and you know you no, you and that and that's yeah. that, and that's the the, the su- what I mean with the support that we're getting for you because we're getting our brand exposed to to your followers. So even when you call us for the pulpit fest, I like the name by the way. <laughs> uh, I you gotta like have branding, uh, you know, for sure. <laughs> and uh, it was like for sure we want to be there because. People might seen the cigars, but they have not smoked the cigars. So that was, and as I told you, that's our work in the U.S. It's a step-by-step uh, process. We're trying to, like I told you, try to get into the regular rotation of of the cigar smokers in the in the market. And you know, you has been a great, you know, support source to get to to these people and to smoke the cigars. So really, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. But well, with that said, how have things been going with Villiger in uh, the United States and just in general? Very good. We're very pleased. We were at the PCA this uh, year. We were presenting the new size of the Villiger Miami, that it was the Cañonazo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is almost like a total gold. All my smoke is going right at you. I'm oh, sorry about listen, that. Listen, you know, <laughs> it's part of what we do. And also, we launched the Villiger uh, 1888 Nicaragua. It's the one that we're smoking over here. Love it. That was the, the main brand that we presented at the at the PCA. It's going well. I think we're on about, last time that I checked, 420-some stores nationwide. So we're pleased. The reception has been good. There is a beautiful thing about cigars two things the first one is a medium to full body it's a rich flavorful cigar and it's under ten dollars uh, price point i think the average eight eight fifty that's super important these days yes because I, I see the prices getting higher and higher and higher so we decided let me let's put something very premium 
at a very good price. So and you're not putting out a $150 cigar this year? No, not yet, at least. <laughs> 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 but we have seen several of those. I, uh, no, uh, I know. I'm not, I'm not naming any names, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. And, and, and uh, listen, you know, we wanted to make sure that, that uh, to be part of the, of the rotation of our the regular cigar smokers is to have also affordable cigars, great cigars and an affordable price, so that way you can give us a chance to try the cigars and to enjoy our For cigars. For sure. For sure. Um, so then in terms of the rest of this year, you've got some events coming up. I know you said that you've got one, uh, coming up, what, tomorrow? I mean, we're recording this and the folks are going to hear this, you know, later. So this event will already have happened, but. Yes, I'm going back to Miami tomorrow. We're doing a pairing with, uh, the guys from Diplomatico Rum. Yeah. And the guys from Ruth Chris, they're doing some sliders from Ruth Chris and oh Diplomatico gosh. Rum. So it's going to be fun. It's a nice event. It's Miami. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be done domino tournament uh, involved in the in the in the picture <laughs> we have also a big event in miami called the smoke uh, this this is like the first weekend of december it's us and 20 other vendors people pay about 200 dollars they get two cigars from each company so you get about 40 40 some cigars yeah open bars food and all that it's a great event i think it's the best event in south florida meaning the miami area yeah uh and it's usually about 300 to 400 people in, in, that, uh, in that event. That's what we have. I just came back from the inter Tabak Fair in uh, Germany. Yeah. That's the international part. We were presenting over there some uh, new products, uh, too, that m they might come later to the U.S. Because this is more, um, more targeted to the German market. Okay. So some of the products that we do there, some of them come over here, but some of them not. So we haven't, you know made that decision. We're working on the projects that we will present at the PCA next year that is going to be on March. Mm -hmm. Usually we have more time for the mm. development of the of the products. Yeah, this year is going to be tight. It's going to be tight, so we hope that we can be ready to have cigars uh, for the trade show, but we're working on it. We, we, we saw that when the announcement came, so we started working on what was going to be released uh, uh, you know, next year for the PCA that is March 24. So, uh, real quick, I want to dive down that hole for a moment. When that announcement comes along, and you guys are seeing that PCA is moving from July to March in 24, what kind of changes have to take place in like your your calendar, or not not necessarily your calendar in terms of planning the dates of the of the show, but like you know, prepping product, getting branding, and all that. I mean, that had to throw things into a little bit Complete. of chaos for a moment, and then future years it'll just be what it is but no usually it's uh, this when we finished any trade shows in july that usually that was the day that we had mm -hmm. we always take like maybe two three month break yeah. of thinking of developing new products mainly because we're trying to measure the performance of the product that we just put in the market for sure this year that waiting period was not there it's just we get out of the show and we need to start working on the development of the of the new ones uh, because usually the process was like by the end of the year we were making the cigars to have at least six months of aging to be launched uh, in on July. Yeah. Now we're working, we're making the cigars at this point. Now the, 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 the crazy part is the branding, the packaging, the designs. We're still in the process. We haven't have decided the final look of the new product. So you're having to do all this at the same time. At the same time. And, uh, and again, a company like us, we were doing the trade show in Europe too so yeah. it was that was the last the third week of September so it's a lot of moving parts the guys are marketing are busy as hell trying to 
to put all the pieces uh, together. The cigar part, we already knew what we had in mind, so the blend was decided early. I mean, by August, we knew exactly. That's what good. That was so that way to roast the cigar, that then will be a mistake. We can always have, you know, mock-up boxes at the trade show to present and then to finalize the packaging. You don't want to rush the cigars no. into, into, into a trade show. So that was the part that it was. It has been tricky. It's still tricky. But I think that we're coming along. You know, we're, I think we're delayed on the final look of the product. But, you know, we'll figure out at least to have something to present. Well, that's the thing. The Even if show. you don't have the box, you could have a mock-up, like a, a mock a picture or something yeah. and say, this is what it's going to look like. Boxes are in production, kind of True. thing. True, you, you know, know yeah. it's it's there is not that many options to to make uh, cigar boxes, so it's limited also in the production. But that even when once we have it ready to go to production, it will take some time uh, uh, to be ready. But you know, again, we knew this. We're working on it, and we hope that we're gonna be you know on time for it. Next year is gonna be a busy year, especially at the beginning, because. On January, just on January, we have the Puro Sabor Cigar Festival in Nicaragua. We have the TPE. Yeah. We have them on March. You know, in, on February, this is the Pro Cigar Festival in Dominican Republic. Yeah. Then that's February, and then on March, we have the, the PCA. So that first quarter is crazy busy for next year. So we will be trying to be all over the place as much as possible. Well, now, and I know you guys do a TAA cigar. Now, that got pushed back to, what, October? Next yes. year, correct? At so least. Th- so that helps you out a little bit for that first quarter. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yes, because, you know, we haven't even started with the packaging of that one. Yeah. That is easy because it's more standard than any other brand. We just change a little bit the colors. Yeah. And that's about it. But we're working uh, uh, on, on, on that one because we give the, the, the good treatment, the VIP treatment to the cigars that we do with the, for the TAA. Remember, it's the only cigar... That is not made at our factories. Precisely. So we always work with a different partner every year. And all I can tell you for now that it's going to be a Honduran Puro that is gonna, we're going to okay. be putting. It's the first time that we're putting a Honduran uh, cigar. So we decided, okay, this year we're going to go uh, to Honduras and make a Honduran Puro for the TAA for 24. Okay, okay. Well, uh, there's, a, there's a tease right there. <laughs> now, um, real quick, uh, the, the other thing I wanted to touch base on, you've mentioned uh, Inner Tobacco in uh in september that mm-hmm. you went to that show and obviously villiger is um you know you guys have been around you know 1888 and uh uh you know you're big in europe and overseas can we talk a little bit about the development of um uh, you know your brand in uh europe a little bit like in terms of uh the the premium you know cigars um, you and I were talking beforehand that you guys have been in the United States with the premium cigars for about 10 years. Yes. We'll, we'll kind of round it about 10 years. But you said that you guys have been doing it in Europe and these other areas for only about 15 years. Yes. You know, remember, our premium division is a new division. Even in Europe, it's just 15 years. Yeah. Before that, you know, people might not know that we are the Habanos distributor for all the German-speaking countries. So we are Habanos in Switzerland, in Germany, Poland, Austria, Hungary. So we are Habanos. So we were our premium division before was to be the distributor of the Habanos. It was 15 years ago that we decided to make our own brands, our Villiger brands, into the premium side. Uh, it's going well, and it's helping also the fact that the, the lack of Cuban cigars in the market the huge price increases that they put out there. So for us, it's a double-edged 
sword on, on, on that one I because that. we can s we're selling more of the Villager cigars, but we don't have Cuban cigars to sell. So where Cuban division is suffering, yeah. just to give you an idea, last year in 22, we received about 40% of the cigars that we used to receive the previous year. Uh -huh. So just on that one, you don't have products uh, 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 to sell. So that makes it uh, uh, difficult that on that side, our sales are way down. Cigar-wise, maybe money is about the same because of the price increase. Yeah. But maybe with uh, half of the sticks that, we're, that we used to, to sell. So it's a challenging situation on the Cuban side. But it's a great situation on the Villager side because we have all the channels of distribution for the European markets. For sure. And, and you know, I try to be the optimist, look for the bright side and everything like that. And I guess what I'm hearing from you is that through this situation of doing your own thing, but then also, you know, the, the, the market situation with the Habanos and the Cuban cigars, is that um, it may be one of those things where you guys are able to kind of take control of your own destiny a little bit better with with your own with your own cigars Listen, don't forget we have a partnership with habanos we're just 50 percent owners of that uh, distribution yeah. part in, in in europe in the village part we're 100 percent on control precisely yes so we get the benefit that the part that we own 100 percent is the part that is growing very fast in a beautiful way so we're very pleased on that one and you're right about that we, we have more control of that destiny because those are our brands our companies our distribution, so we have full control on the premium side of the Villiger uh, side. On the other one, we're just one f a partnership with Habanos that we have for the distribution. So we're very, very pleased with that one. And that was what we were trying to focus and, and, and put a little bit more of effort at the Intertabac Fair in uh, Dortmund in Germany. Uh, we even have two different booths. There is a booth for Habanos and the booth for the Villiger products. And of course, we're trying to showcase and present and and make it more appealing uh, to the people, to the to the European consumers, international, because this is an international fair. For sure. Uh, the product availability, the product, the quality of the products, the different brands that we have now in the market. Now we have a portfolio that is almost 11 brands that we that we have under the Filiger umbrella. So it's it, we're pleased. We're pleased with the with the progress, with the evolution, and even in the U.S. When we spoke maybe last time or the one before. We're not trying to be the flavor of the, of the moment with the flavor of the month. We're just trying to build up a brand with legacy for the future. We're a company that was established in 1888, so we have no rush of making things overnight. Yeah. So we know that it takes time to get the consumers to know that we make great cigars. For sure, for sure. Well, I know, like I said, everybody I've introduced Villiger to, everybody that I know has tried Villiger as a result of hearing about you on the show, you know... Um, Adding them, adding you to their rotation, nobody has said like, oh yeah, I would. I mean, everybody has been very pleased with the product. I know that they they want to, um, and and in some case, you know, they have or they want to. I, I think distribution is still. I mean, yes. I think you would agree, distribution yes. is still a, a, a mountain to climb. Of course, but that's the you know that takes time and it yeah. takes time, and also it, it's challenging to find the right person partner to represent the brands in the different uh, areas so we have been the last few years mainly focused on the east coast yeah where we have all in-house rep sales representatives that's important and uh, and 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 a, a great partner that we have in california we have a lot of work to do in the middle of the middle country. of the country middle of the country and this is the reason that for us is very 
has a great value to have the partnership with you because that helped us at least for the cigars to start being known in, in, in the Midwest, Midwest, in the whole area that, uh, that you guys are present. So it's, it's, it's good and we value that and that. And again, once again, thank you very much for everything that, we do, that you do for us. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> this, is, this is a love fest, man, because <laughs> it's one of the things you're thanking me and I'm thanking you. So no, this works out great. Well, um, I... But listen for the people. Beautiful place here in Palm yes. Coast. Weather is beautiful. The store that we're visiting, Ashes and Ales, is a beautiful shop. Ken is a great guy that, you know, he's for allowing sure. you know us to do here whatever we want to, pretty much for <laughs> taking the time and talk a little bit. So that, that, that you know, we really thank him for allowing it's, us it, to be it's here. It's a great vibe. It's Beautiful. just super chill, very nice. We're all out on the patio. Uh, you guys can't see it on the video, but that way there's a patio with people sitting and smoking and smoking Villiger cigars. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, Renee, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day thank and you, uh, thank you. driving thank four hours and 15 minutes, and 15 minutes. <laughs> to get up here <laughs> and then doing it again, especially since you have an event back home back home yes. you know tomorrow so yeah no my pleasure thank you very much and thank you for the invite over here okay oh no it's my pleasure you thank you renee thank and you, uh we will be talking to you soon again on the show thank you guys well that was super nice of renee to take some time out and what a gentleman uh, again i know he's just he's just so nice and salt of the earth and i really do appreciate working with him and uh it's it's just it's always a good time to see renee he kept joking that the headsets were messing up his hair yes he did, <laughs> which I I was amused by. Well, know. he he is a very good looking gentleman. To keep oh, it, yeah. he he is, and he presents himself very well. Yeah, as you'll find when you watch the YouTube. Yes, and his hair has to be nice. Well, yeah, he has an image to keep up. He, he does have an image to he keep up. A, he has an image. Um, so anyway, <laughs> but he brought some great cigars. You yeah. know, he was very gracious with uh, everybody. There was one of your members that uh, uh, Renee was kind enough to share a Villager Miami uh, Lancero Sarah with. Sarah with. Um, um, is it the Top Gun guy? Randy. I think it was Randy. Randy Stapleford, who I'm going to let you tell this story. I don't know the story. Oh, he, he told he, your lady he, friend, he, but not say, you? He told the lady friend. I was inside doing something else. I didn't hear any of well, this. Or maybe I was talking to, to you know, my guest for, for Friday's show. I hope I'm not stepping out of place, Randy, and I apologize if I am. But I'm, I'm pissed I missed it because I'm thinking, dude, he's a show in and of itself, you know, with all 100%. that story. Yeah. One of the classiest, nicest, down-to-earth people you'll ever meet. And he happened to be a commander, captain of a fighter squadron in for 30 years yeah in the navy yeah and he ran top gun well he ran top gun he <laughs> he also as if you'll notice he's actually in the very first movie in the opening scenes when you see them walking across the uh, the deck of the aircraft carrier yeah. he's actually one of those people because he's the story that when tom cruise did the inverted flip yeah that was his squadron that that happened to really so he, the, so he was the technical information person that gave all of the information on how that went down yeah. and everything. So he actually got to play a part of that movie, and that part of that movie was made off of him and his crew. Interesting. Super interesting. So, and so, yeah. So, but what's funny is here's this guy with this, you know, storied military career uh, involved in a, in a uh, well-known 80s blockbuster movie. And 
you know, Renee hands him this Villager uh, Miami, mm-hmm. and he's over the moon with it. He wants a picture with Renee, mm-hmm. and it's like my lady friend was like, "I feel like I need a picture with you and whatever." <laughs> but it's, it's, it was it was so amusing. Um, but it was a great time. Everybody had a wonderful time sitting out. Quite there. a few of the members came out to see the the special guests we had this week. So I mm-hmm. want to thank them first of all. Because without your guys' support, it would have been a lot less, lot more lackluster. Um, you got to meet now some of the folks that hang out with me yeah. and see it, and so you understand the, what I was trying, what I've been trying to build for the last year since I've taken it over, and You've the year and a half nice before that. Family vibe amongst everybody. It feels like I, I have a different vibe than a lot of cigar lounges, and yeah. I wanted it to be the most comfortable place people can come and just relax, enjoy, and have fun. And it's turned into a place where guys actually now bring their wives. We have a great yes. mix of wives and members coming in. Yes. Actually, I have one member that is a female that comes in on her own. So it's been it's great. No, that's that is great. I mean, it's you're right. It's a very um, date friendly kind of place. It's it not, is. It's not like some of these places that you go that. You'll ne- if you see a woman in there, you're like, oh god, is she with the health department? Like, what's going? On? You know, <laughs> yeah. but like, no, no, no. It's like this is this is a very, you know, friendly and inviting place for for couples that want to hang out and and do something in the evening. It is, um, and especially with the live music. Now we have live music three to four nights a week. Yeah, Friday and Saturday on center stage. Every Tuesday. Well, if there's four Tuesdays in the month, if mm-hmm. there's a fifth one, I don't do anything on that fifth one. Mm-hmm. But on the four Tuesdays a month, I have live music, singer-songwriter type music that's just real background. But my folks sits right in front of our store, and the whole patio fills up, and everyone enjoys that. And then on every other Thursday, the bar two doors down from me and us do something called the B-side because we're in the B building of a triangle-shaped bil- uh, a village. We call it on the B side, and it's the music on the B side. And when they play in front of me, it's called Q notes. Okay. So. Very cool. Yeah. No, it, it's just such a nice little cozy neighborhood within the city that that people can check out. So I really, I really have enjoyed it. Um, but then Wednesday, uh-huh. um, I'm gonna go ahead and tease up. Uh, Tease up the next Tease up Friday's show here. So, so guys, this is this this obviously is Tuesday's show. You know, Friday's show we got we we had Mickey Peg of All Saints All Cigars. He came in, uh, made his appearance. He made his appearance. He did an event. Came in after Renee. Um, you know, Renee. Uh, you know, Renee was an unofficial visit. He was Correct. just a drop in, and, a hello, and a hello, yeah. and it was one of those things where you know. Um, the uh, the members and the, the customers that were here yeah. were able to partake in in just you know, sitting around. Sitting basically, we were it was well, it was just a jam session. We literally got to sit and ask questions, listen to stories, find out how he got he got his start, mm-hmm. and literally just had the most relaxing conversation you could have. Mm-hmm. We for several hours for and sure. The weather's been perfect, so we just sat on the it patio. It has been perfect. You came at the right time because last week was much cooler, <laughs> but for you it still would have been warmer. Yeah, but that's the thing. My the the lows here are my highs at home, so Sorry. you know it's it's this has been fantastic weather. Not even any rain. I mean, oh, now you had to go and you had to go say that, did you? Well, I know you're getting some tonight. I think. Oh, don't even say that. Yeah, we're going to be in Jacksonville, last heading I, to Jacksonville in about four hours. So. Okay, I was say. Last I saw, I think there was maybe some in your forecast. I think you're right. But, uh, you know, but no, it's been fantastic. 
It's been absolutely wonderful. But um, we ordered this specially for you so you wouldn't feel like you had to be back home and well, the, the gloom and everything. I appreciate that. Oh, you're very welcome. Plus, you got to go out and enjoy the beach, have some some food, good food good and food. beverages on the water it's been or great. across from the water. Yeah. So, but, but, uh, but yeah, so no. So Mickey Peg came in. And that was uh, a good evening. That was a great evening. And we'll talk more about that on Friday's show. Uh, yes, we will. Um, but uh, you guys are stuck with me for another show. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've got, you know, it's fine. We, we, it's, it, these are the bookends. These are the bookends. So let's talk a little bit about the Sandoro uh, Claro here. I'm about eh, close to halfway. Yeah, I think we're about it. smoking about the same. We're, we're, yeah, we're doing pretty good. I might be a little slower than you, but... Um, uh, this but, thing is smoking wonderfully. Isn't it? What, can I you mean, tell the difference between this and the, the La Creme? There is a lot more body, mm-hmm. strength, and spice to this one yep. than the La Creme. Um, and I don't know, you know, those of you watching on the YouTube, you should know, this thing smokes like a freaking chimney. It's I mean, great smoke production. It is wonderful smoke yeah. production. The draw on it is absolutely amazing. I mean, I'm really enjoying this one. Well, I'm glad we were able to get you something that you haven't had from their line that you enjoy. And now it just opens up the scope for everybody else to go out and try the same things now. I'll tell you, you know, for those of you who are looking for a slightly stronger Connecticut, something that's got a little bit more to it, and you wanted to, uh, you wanted to have, like, maybe something a little little on the lighter side for like early morning or you know early early smoking experience give this one a shot this one is amazing i really am digging I, it i will say this though this one even if you're a wine drinker or a bourbon or a scotch drinker this actually holds up really well with it because of the the fullness of this connecticut it mixes and pairs really well and gives a lot of different flavor notes depending on what you're drinking so yeah. this is a to me this is in the line, the Exclusivo is a fantastic cigar. The, yeah. the Nicaragua is an excellent cigar, more way more full-bodied, and drinks uh, smokes well with a lot of different drinks. This is one of the best ones I've found, though, in the line to have with anything. Interesting. So, and that's as you, one of the things you asked on our last show when I was on before you Talking came about down, pairings. About pairings. Yeah. That's why I wanted to make sure you tried this one. So I was kind of keeping, trying to see if I can keep it hidden from you until, <laughs> until we did one of these. Okay. So, and I yeah. think it's working. I, I, and that's the thing. You know, I took a look at the humidor when I got here. I did a little bit of shopping yesterday. Um, but, uh, and I'm probably going to hit it again before I leave here today. But, <laughs> um, you know, but I, yeah, I did. I must have overlooked this one in there somehow or another. So, no, it works out wonderfully. I, I. I, yeah, I got a nice little surprise today. I don't have a huge selection, but I do have a good enough selection that keeps your attention, so it's hard to, to grasp everything. Well, Usually I, people come yeah. in and it's on the third try. When did you get this? And have had, I've had it the whole time. That happens all over so, the place. That happens I don't, that's one of the things I like about the way I set my store up. I don't try to cram every, so much in, mm-hmm. and I try to, for the people who I do bring in, the... The, represent, the lines that I bring in, I want to give them their, their due diligence on their square footage. Or For their, sure. So I try to space things out and try to keep them within their own groups. Um, but, again, I, there's a lot to see. I keep a lot of micro uh, boutiques, not micro boutiques, but, but boutique items here. Yeah. And I think this is a... For me, it's what I like. I like to, for people to do and try things that are different than what you can buy in any other store. Yeah. I don't want to be in any other store. 
and I'm trying to separate myself from being every other store. Yeah. My personality is different. Everyone has a different way of they want people to feel when they come in. I've got a very specific image in my mind on how I want people to react when they come in. Yeah. And I am very fortunate to have people who support me doing that and plus my members all feel the same way. Well, you've got a nice selection in terms of, you know, you have some some higher dollar, you know, luxury kind of cigars. Yep. Um, you have a great selection of, of those in the middle of various price points. You have some flavored Flavor. cigars. I mean, you've got a little bit of something for everybody here. I think I do, and it, it's worked out well so far. And I see a little areas that I need to still fill in, yeah. and that's why I'm taking my time doing this. I don't want to go in too quickly on things. People are... In time, people will tell you what they what they gravitate towards, yeah. and I'm filling in on those models, as, especially as now that I'm learning all of the tourists that are coming in. I've had a full season with them, yeah. and now I know what they're asking for. Well, so, and the other thing I've noticed is that, you know, you have um, a good mix of of boutiques, but then also, you know, standard lines. Yes. I mean, it's not like you know you're just all in with the boutiques because I don't I don't necessarily know if a shop that went. 100% all-in with boutiques is going to do well. It's tough. Because you have you have to do a lot more explaining and understanding, and you have to compare. Not knowing that person's flavor profile, it's hard to. But when you ask the questions like we talked about, I think, the last show or the show before, I have several pointed questions that I ask that I can compare things with. Yeah. And I've been very successful at, up to this point of doing that and making people come back. And just even if they don't buy anything, they stick their heads in if they're in the village again yeah. and say – Great suggestion. Thank you. I've kept that label so I can go back and look for it now. There you go. So to me, that's a, that's a win, and that's what I'm looking for. I don't need to be up right 100% of the time, but if I can do it more than 50% and right under 100%, I am extremely happy, and it's been working out to where I'm on that higher end close, rather than being on that 50% side. There you go. There you go. Well, why don't we now go ahead and do this? Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And I'm not going to lie, this is going to be difficult. Um, <laughs> We've I smoked a lot of cigars. had a lot of cigars, and I have enjoyed all of those cigars. And so I'm going to have to definitely go back over some photos. I was trying desperately to keep track of what I was smoking um, and uh, go from there. Um, but... Uh, I will go ahead. If you want to go ahead and kick it off. Decisions, decisions. We've had a lot of good cigars. Um, I am going to have to say this one's going to go out to Rene. Because he did and was very nice to bring a cigar that we don't get very uh, That I've only had one other time in my life. The TAA that he brought. Oh, yeah. The 2022. Yep. The one with um, Espinosa. No, that was 2021. Or no, this was 2023. I'm sorry, not the 2022. Oh, the 23 was was, uh, Agonorsa. Agonorsa. Yeah, yeah, excellent, fantastic cigar. Yeah, really nice cigar. And um, I, that's out of the what we've done. I, that was just a true gem that I haven't had a lot of access to. Yeah, I've had it once when I was at PCA, and had it again today or yesterday. Yeah, and Great memories with it now. Perfect. So that was a re- that's that's my first one. All right. Well, my first one also is a shout out to Renee. And I walked into the humidor on Tuesday. I was looking around. I saw the Villiger section, and that La Libertad just stood out to you me. You like that cigar, I though? I do like that cigar. And I and and uh, you know I do, I haven't had it in a while. 
Um, that cigar is actually the one that introduced me to Villiger. Uh, it was uh, at the uh, TPE show that I met mm -hmm. Renee, and they were that was the brand new one they were rolling out and and promoting. And so um, it's the rebranded version, exactly, yep. exactly. And so um, that one was just that was the the first Villiger I smoked for and the so, price point and the f the, the smoke profile, the the amount amazing. of smoke, the flavor, everything on that cigar is really really good so that was the first cigar i smoked here when i got here on it tuesday is. and that was that's my first one for three cigars i smoked and enjoyed this week and then another cigar this week that i smoked that i really enjoyed was a friend of mine one of my members just came back from panama not panama city florida but the country okay and brought back a special little um something we're not supposed to mention Mm. Are we allowed to contraband? mention? Contraband. Contraband, yes. Did you do your American duty and burn some contraband this I, week? I had to get rid of it. It was illegal to it be here. It was illegal to be here, it's and by God, you had, had to get rid of it. It was my American duty. It really was. So I, I, One I, could say you were an American hero at that moment. I'll take the credit where I can okay, get it. Okay, okay. So, but that was a very good boulevard. One of my favorites nice. that I can find from down there. That and the Trinidad probably are my favorite contraband yeah and whenever i can help america by burning one of those and getting rid of it off the face of this planet i am going to take those chances fuck communism <laughs> what he said <laughs> there we go um so my first or second one is one that uh you gave me and uh i'm gonna let you pronounce it because uh you did the other day and i the kue uh, the the, uh, the oh gosh i just sorry elo i apologize i just messed up your name Kaobi. Kaobi. So it's the Kaobi from a, Southern Classic Cigars. Southern Classic Cigars. And this and tell me a little bit about them. Eloy, the owner of the company, was the photographer for Padrone for years. Okay. His family has worked for Padrone for years. I'm trying to set up an interview for you so say, you can get the whole story. So hopefully that works out. I don't so want to go too tease. deep. It's, okay. This is just a little tease because I don't want to misrepresent him if he's coming on and telling the same, telling the real story. Well, he kept, popped into the shop on Tuesday. He did show up, and uh, so You've I got to meet. had a very packed four. I really two, have two had days a here. very busy couple of days, and so um, he was kind enough to share the what the Kuebi. I'm, I'm butchering this. It, 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 he pronounces it different than we do because he's South American. Okay. <laughs> so it's okay. So, but but this is one of his lines. He's got very four good premium cigar. lines. He's got a entry-level line that he does four different wrappers on. Yeah. And then he has an anniversario. That's an amazing smoke that I will give you before you leave. Okay. And <laughs> maybe we might even do that on in the next one of the next casts that we do. Okay. Because that truly is a really good, for $17 is his high-end cigar. Yeah. Unbelievable. Everything we just talked about, smoke production, quality of wrap, it was flavor, everything is so good. All right. Well, this, this is and cool. He's right here, too. He's right out of Ormond Beach, 35 miles south of me. Wow. So I got well, access go. to him very easily. Yeah. No, and that's nice to have somebody that local. Yes. So... So that was my second one. I really, really enjoyed that. So, And your third one? My third one. Let's see. I know. That's going to be hard. There's, again, we did so many. Um, we did, let's see. 
if you have yours ready, go for it because I am having a challenge to differentiating which one I want to do because I smoked two or three that I'd like to say, yeah. but I've got to pick it out of, down to one. Um, so, all right, I'll go ahead and do my third. Um, and this is also a tease for a future episode here. Oh, so, see, that's where I was going to go, but I'm not sure I wasn't going to do that. Okay, go for it. All right, this one? Yes, exactly. Ah, well, okay, we can just double <laughs> up. We're going to double up We're because gonna... that, that's exactly where I was going to go, Dude, and I didn't know if I should do it or not. Smoked wonderfully. Michael Herklotz popped in here. Uh, just, again, he had an event later in the day on Thursday, and he was just kind of in the area and needed a resting spot between. Killing some time. Yeah. You know. And the rep called me up and said, do you mind if you come, we come in and use your shop? And I was like, absolutely not. And for me, it was a personal bonus in my, uh, in, for me because I've never met Michael in person other than one time at PCA just saying hi as he was walking away. Yeah. So we actually got to sit down and spend almost three hours with him. It was great. Unbelievable time. And so, so we smoked the Ferry Otega Suma, Suma. And that size, it, you have it up here. It's the... the uh, Gordo Grande. Gordo, uh, is it the Gordo Grande? It wasn't. It was, it's not a Gordo. It was like a Corona. A Corona Grande. Corona Grande. Coron, okay, yes, yeah. Corona Grande. I'm oh, sorry. man, did that the thing smoke th- beautifully. Wow. I mean, just. I think we were smoking it at the same time. We and were. we just kept looking at each other going, wow. This is great. <laughs> this is really great. But on that and, same note, bringing him in, you got to bring up one of the. New people who just moved into my area. I say, I'm gonna I'm gonna let J- Nick tell this story because I actually walked away for a little bit part of this. But one of my new customers who just moved in from New York area came in and asked a special qu- uh, a leading question, not knowing who was sitting there in the group and everything. So, yeah. So um, this gentleman goes walking by with his dog, and um, he uh, it turns out is one of he he just moved here like what 10 days ago or something that was like the that? 12th day he was in town okay, yeah. 12 12th day 12 jimmy days. this one's for you and you know he's talking and come to find out he was a a member at uh the nat sherman lounge back when he lived up in new york exactly and obviously you know guys if you know anything about michael herklotz he ran the nat the sherman Sherman's. lounge and so they started talking and before long they had a wonderful conversation. They're talking about the different police force, everybody NYPD know, yeah. cops that they both knew and friends, friends. you know, and, I mean, Jimmy, the, friends. The, the gentleman who just moved to town is a retired officer for New York. So and was wonderful to tell us some of the stories and some of the history of himself while we were sitting there with Michael. So we got to learn a lot about both of them at that point. But it was a really great moment, I think, for you as a. A shop owner that you had timing was everything timing was everything you had this brand new potential customer and the first thing he asked for was the metropolitan well, host in, yep the nat sherman metropolitan host and i was like well funny you just asked for that because here's mr T- here's yeah. mr metropolitan Here, here's the guy right here and it's just <laughs> it was just wonderful timing and so yeah i mean if nothing else um you you couldn't have planned that better for both for both Michael and for Jimmy. Yeah, like that worked out just wonderfully for both of them. But what to me was impressive was how much Michael really enjoyed the atmosphere and the ambiance of the lounge because yeah. it was so genuine. He walked in and he just started looking around and I was just like, okay. He and he turned and around. He loved the village. Yeah, he and loved this whole on. area. And he's like, it was it was very 
heartwarming and also it made me very proud to have what I have. Yeah. So it was it was a it was a twofold. But we had a great time. That that three hours I wish could have turned into six or eight hours, truthfully. Yeah, I mean... He is such a down-to-earth, super guy. If there's one takeaway from this week, it's that uh, there's just not enough time sometimes. But, yeah. Ain't that the truth? It, it really is. So, so, Well, that's three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. And we, we kind of doubled up on yeah, the last one, but it worked out. But it worked out well because it was an, and still is an excellent cigar. Excellent, excellent cigar. Well, why don't we now go ahead and hear about my monthly cigars? This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code pulpit. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody with thanks. Thanks. Uh, well, guys, you can follow me on Instagram at the cigar pulpit. I'll be posting a lot more pictures from this trip if I haven't already by the time this episode drops. Um, and then I'll be. You can follow us on Facebook where we have the pulpit parishioners group. You're going to want to get in on that. Uh, Insta or Twitter where I don't really or X whatever where I don't really do a whole lot um, YouTube where you can watch this and you're going to want to check this one out because again I did added some extra footage so you can get a better idea of you know what the lounge looks like and the space and everything like that it's, it's nice to be able to see it and then um, uh, ask the boys ask the boys that's uh, area code 863 Eight seven four zero 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 zero. I do need your questions, so get those in, and we will uh, get those answered. Well, Ken. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for everything for this week, and we will. Uh, you'll be back on Friday's but show to discuss uh, the visit with Mickey Peg. We will do that. I'm looking forward to it. And again, Nick, I really appreciate you taking the time, making the trip, and coming down to my my lounge. We've had a great time. It's been a wonderful trip. Hopefully we can plan this again where you can spend an extra day or so and we can venture out and show you a few more lounges and things like that next time. For sure. <clears throat> and then final thoughts on the uh, the uh, Sandoro Claro from Villiger. Love this cigar. This it's is a, it, I'm, We're down to almost the final, just above the final third right yeah, now. Yeah, just but above it. Unbelievably consistent flavor. It's mild. It's mellowed out. For sure. And just has unbelievable and smoke production. I'm and not much of a Connecticut guy. Me either. This is definitely Connecticut that I would put in the wheelhouse. This, yes. is, this is definitely one I would put in the rotation. Well, excellent really, cigar. Really go try it. one, guys, and let us know how you feel on Ask the Boys. There you go. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Ken. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Thanks, guys.